is the Tiltcast, episode 403, Five Head. And this week, guys, we talk more Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's like a forehead. Cod, Modern Warfare. Only if you can land on it. Children of Morta. And Plus Phoenix it. Point. Stay tuned. Oh, my God. It's the Tillcast. And we're back. Oh, boy. Woo! I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I'm Rusty. And... You, it is today is a day. It is. It is December 6th at 9.27 p.m. Let me just get it out there for you because you're having to stare at your phone. It's yeah. Like, it's a number on a screen. <laughs> hey, you know what? Time is meaningless. You're going to get about 45 minutes of bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. And some games and some news. We're going to upgrade it to 45 minutes today. It's been a minute. I've, yeah, it's been two weeks. So, Even though I'm releasing this weekly. Right. Yeah. So just so you all know, you know, throughout the year, we naturally bank a couple of episodes. Sometimes. So, Maybe. Uh, when we get a chance. Uh, we're actually. Uh, we had Thanksgiving, guys. We had Thanksgiving. We're recording two weeks later. Spit it out. Episode. Spit, well, it's honestly it only going to be 10 days before we post this. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah so this um, is. It, we're slowly catching up to the posts. Right. Yeah. So you guys know this is second to last episode. Just get it out there. We record one more, which means on the twenty third we're gonna post more. that. I got two more. Well, no, but they Wait, don't know. They really worked yet. it out. They don't know that yet. Okay, but yeah, we're gonna record one more, so the next episode will be posted on the twenty third, even though we recorded on the thirteenth. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, just... that's how that's how that works. Okay. As far yeah. as you guys know, Timey as we're recording whiny. this right now, it's still November. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Um, well, so, that's how this yeah, works. No. It's been, well, oh, yeah, it's just been a little bit. We went through Thanksgiving, you know. Yes, it's good. I forgot the disclaimer. I mean, if you're not into yeah, dumb you, dumb comedy and you're offended by you, you. I mean, if, if it's if, just basically an M Reddit show, just get it, that out of there. Yeah, if if you were offended by anything George Carlin would say, um, well, then I'm a big this, fan of George Carlin, huh? Yeah. I really love George Carlin. Oh man, it, if you enjoy George Carlin, Dave Chappelle. It, you're going to be fine listening Except to for us. modern Dave Jaffel, because that last one has got off the wheels in and, a really weird place. And, and, yeah. and later, George Carlin, when you got a lot of political shit going on, but whatever. Hey, whatever. We try yeah. to stay away from that. Weatherman's yeah, yeah. still my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Or just the history of the word fuck. Or, or, or right. Yeah. Or, oh, you know, the seven, yeah. you know, the, the, the seven things. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, yeah, that you can't see on it. Yeah, seven th- things you can't say on TV. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. you can say some of those things now. Oh yeah, now now I mean, shit, shit yeah. is one of those things you can get away and, with. And if fart, it, yeah. Uh, I mean, fart turd and twat. <laughs> I think I don't think I you think, can say twat. I think twat is still a no fly oh, zone. Yeah, no. which is weird. You can say you get like one no. shit on WB. Yeah, you can. So you can get away with like a shit. HBO's the only one that gets away with twat. Uh, I mean. I don't see a whole lot of TV shows using the you know, the word twat hammer at any point. So, <laughs> God, merciless! Man, we're all wearing glasses. I'm not the only one. Uh, right? Yes. Ah, we, ah, ah, ah! 
what you Mine's said. Mine's just uh-huh. a reduced eye strain and not because I actually need vision correction. Yeah, okay, give him a fucking couple, uh, couple years and he'll be up here going, uh, just yeah, like you know, like, I mean, he's the ago. young one. Yeah. He's the right. youngling. Yeah, that's right. You gotta, you gotta grow up, sir. <laughs> you gotta grow into this age. Yeah. What, it, you're the 33? Grow a beard. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we already had this episode. Oh, Rusty, you turn 40 next year, don't you? No. No, I still no. have another year He's before still, that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have. A, I still have another year. Before, that reminds me. Before um, they put me in the ground. I had to pick up some, like, cooking wine, right? Before I came home. And oh, yeah? so you just get like whatever the cheap four dollar Walmart wine is for cooking wine. It just needs to be just palatable wine. because you're going to put it in food, uh, right? It doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, you're not putting but, gasoline I, but it in says, it. but it says, you know, you must if you look older than forty, they don't have to ID you, and they didn't ID me, and I felt really old. Oh well, shit! <laughs> I mean, you are starting to have a lot of gray run through that beard. Mm. I was I was really sad about that. I was just like, <laughs> man. Oh, I've just, I, I, I've done that before. Like, I was even I, getting my ID out. Like, right. I'm ready for it. And I've I'm at that, that point before. where I'm excited to be ID'd. Right. Which, wait. And it was only when like I was 21. 20 years back, you're like, fuck, I got to pull my goddamn ID out. Fuck you guys. I'm old enough. Da, da, da. And, and now it's like, oh, you want to ID me? Now, look, that shit started happening just a couple years ago for me. And it was mainly because of my bald spot. <laughs> so obviously me being the youngest in the room this is probably going great on both of you um, but ever since but your hairline goes down to your eyebrows <laughs> ever <laughs> ever <laughs> ever since i grew mustache and then goatee at shortly afterward i have never been id'd for anything and i was rarely id'd before yeah but you definitely don't look 40 so be prepared to be id'd at walmart the next time you buy right. alcohol right oh i bought beer there last week no id no whatever Booyah. we're not shooting why not would shooting? you buy beer at walmart oh my god why because they they have six point now and it was convenient because i was already there for something else yeah i went to i just got shinerbach I actually got the exact, well, no, I got Stella, but I went over to John from Pupcast and formerly of the Carousel. He, uh, him and his wife had their birthday, so happy birthday, John happy and Susie. birthday. Happy birthday. So I went over there to go hang out with them, um, you know, one of the weeks that we weren't podcasting, or it might have been the last podcast week we had. Yeah. And it was just convenient. I was, you know, getting him some stuff for the party. Yeah. I was up at Walmart and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, beer. And I Beer's get, a thing. I didn't get ID'd there either. You can you can buy beer and you <laughs> This can, we're like 0 for two at this point uh, of me right. being ID'd. I, I, I think honestly, it's Walmart. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, they used to. <laughs> I swear, I wore a ball cap the other day and they ID'd me. Now I'm not they see my hairline. They're like <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. so He's got a five head. It'll He's sound horrible. Ready. I've I've got a five head now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been ID'd for alcohol or cigarettes in Walmart. The two times I did get ID'd was one was buying a video game. The other was buying an R-rated movie. <laughs> I don't know why. What? 
Oh, an R-rated movie in a video game. Is, yeah. Come, yeah, you have to get ID'd for it, but yeah. fucking alcohol. So, apparently, 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 they were new people, apparently, and they were checking everybody. Ah, okay. Is my assumption. I also get that at Quick Trip. Like, if it's a new person, they're extra careful. Well, and they check everyone. When well, I worked at Quick Trip, I too, mean, that's it's a local convenience I, store. But right, yeah, yeah, when I worked there, you there was a too big of a stiff of fun, and you get fired. So you ID'd everybody, no matter what. There's like yeah. fifty grand or something like that for uh, for missing but, an ID. Yeah, when you're supposed to, it's you're, an automatic termination for you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but once I mean, you're one, once you're a regular, they almost never. Yeah, I didn't anyway, I didn't care who I was pissing like, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I got fired for. I see new people in Quick Trip ID ID the seventy year old man when he goes to buy a pack of cigarettes. It's because you're always on camera. Yeah, and it's monitored remotely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you don't, if you don't, there's a little mm-hmm. button under the thing that alerts the people the their private security who also alert the police, and then you know, the the Quick Trip task force. And yeah. And like they all converge on you, and and they're like, they're they're not only are you white, fired, red, you're going to jail. And then men in red and white uniforms with shotguns come in, right? Yeah. Speaking Full of which, riot gear, yeah. The wife's got <laughs> quick in, trip gear. Speaking of which, the wife's got into uh, live PD lately. Live PD. Oh boy, we were watching old episodes. Oh boy. And you remember hearing about a shootout at a quick. At the Quick Trip at 51st and Harvard last year. Not really. I mean, I'm sure there was. I mean, seems like it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it. That was on there. Oh, well, that's nice. Is this just like the new version awesome. of Cops? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, basically. Only it's like A and E version of Cops, but they don't have the cool theme song. Yeah, but what you gonna do? It's uh, yeah. It it's not record. It's not recorded for playback. Obviously, it's syndicated, so, you know, they... They edit it. They have on-demand episodes that they edit, etc., right? But uh, the actual, like, weekly airing is, is live footage. Uh, okay. So, what happens when they have nothing happen? You're just watching somebody ride in a police car? Dude. Well, what they do is they set up... They set themselves up with, like, three to six different jurisdictions... Throughout that... the country each week, and they they usually just cut to whichever one has something going on. Isn't there somebody on. that's kind of famous in town that does that a lot, that's dating somebody really famous? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shit, I forget Shots. his name. Yeah, that was, that was a yeah, really he's a, of generalities. He's a, sar- he's a sergeant in, in the Tulsa gang unit, and he became extremely like, popular Like something from that. lurking? Uh, yes. Um <laughs> I mean, you're still, uh, it's way, and maybe it's because I don't follow this shit. You just keep your fucking nose clean. You'll be fine, man. You, they won't mess with you. They won't, you won't get stopped. You just don't do shit that's stupid. <laughs> easy. I think it's like. Easy. Yeah, it's a, uh, he Life goes lessons, by sticks, man. but it's Sergeant Sean Larkin. Yeah. Yeah. Life lessons, man. Just yeah. So, I mean, he's like... Oh, he's the guy that's dating Lana Del Rey, right? God. Yes. That's right. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I remember a, the old drummer in my band, he uh, was posting a picture because he ran into him at like one of the only last CD shops here in town. And apparently he was up there, so he was posting a bunch of pictures for his sister. 
mm. imposing with him and saying that secretly yeah. Lana Del Rey wanted to date well, him. Him and uh. the uh, <laughs> oh uh, the Tulsa gang unit as a whole, but him more specifically became pretty popular in their first season. And so they actually brought him in as a co-host on all the preceding seasons. So he's he's essentially away from TPD for like five months out of the so year is that doing show, this show. Is that so? That's on A and E. Yeah. So he is on that show, right? Yes. Okay. Ah, yeah. Okay. All that's right. uh, I. I was tying it all together. Okay. Yep. Cool. Uh, he is fairly popular. He's got one hundred eighty nine thousand followers. I have two. That's right. <laughs> a a Tulsa TPD officer is country famous. Tulsa TPD, so Tulsa, Tulsa, yeah. Tulsa, Tulsa. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I my you, train of thought. My train of thought wrecked. My my train of thrones. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's been two weeks. Damn it. <laughs> you. Yeah. And I've missed a lot of sleep the last two weeks playing uh, games. Man, I've... We'll get to the games here soon. I've got a lot so of stuff that happened. Uh, hey, Rusty, but, did, you do, did you do anything crazy for Thanksgiving? Like, well, I mean, kind of. I, I he ate a, alone. I, I cooked a Thanksgiving by myself. Oh, that's thanks. success. Thanks. Thanks, guy. Um, I know you were uh, off I, doing actually, your own thing, knew, but... I mean, you could have come over here with well, all the girls and had a bunch of Thanksgiving. We, well, the only reason we didn't go to Rusty's was we did Friendsgiving uh, with a couple from church, and then uh, Crystal had to work all the days after that. So it was like, where where would we really be able to fit ourselves into Rusty's woke schedule? I would have been um, up at Thursday morning like I normally am, even though I had worked a 12-hour shift. I, I had would to have... work Thursday morning. I, yeah, we did, but you would have been done. You would have been done with work by the time I got done with the turkey. No. We did. I was. Jessa made Friendsgiving, worked, and we didn't eat till like eight thirty at night. Yeah, I worked. Yeah, uh, if you'd have told me, I would have totally invited you over. Right, Son of a bitch. I worked uh, six thirty to three. I Thursday. would have been okay. So I did. I did my own Thanksgiving. Now I didn't get a whole turkey because I mean, right? That's a lot, just, of, that's like, a, that's a lot of turkey for one a day, couple right? chicken breasts, right? No. There. I went and got a turkey breast and, you know, bone-in turkey breast, you know, freezer-to-oven style. You know, I was like, all right, fine. You know, I'm just going to scale everything back. That was the only fucking thing I scaled back, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what you made? You made I made like... two boxes of stuffing. I made fucking full-on, like, mashed potatoes for, like, 15 people. <laughs> I had corn. I had fucking... I had a pumpkin pie with fucking whipped cream. I had fucking... Uh, I had two fucking cans of, like, buttermilk biscuits. I had fucking dinner stuffing? rolls. Do you want stuffing tonight? Uh, no, well, you still have stuffing from last time. Yeah, man. I had some green bean casserole. No, I'm good, man. I, that's the only fucking thing I didn't make is green bean casserole because I had everything else, right? So, And then I made like fucking 14 gallons of fucking turkey gravy because I love my well, turkey gravy. Well, there's even like this cream Let's corn face stuff. It, you like... probably did think about the green bean casserole for the simple fact that the last... For the entirety of the time you've lived with us and since you moved out, right. my wife's always made that right. part. And, and, and I just, I, I don't, I don't do green bean casserole because it's not a thing that I do. So I, well, 
just, I had enough. I had enough. We had two versions of it. We had one that had a pound and a half of bacon in it, and we had another version that had a whole bunch of cream cheese in it. The other thing I, wow, jeez. We still have that one left over. I, I, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, the only, the, the other thing that I don't do is I don't do the, the yams. I don't, yeah, I don't, I no. don't do those. But she made um, a sweet potato pie. Right. Well, I could do that. But the, um, that's, that's, I mean, the reality was is that I made, Thanksgiving for enough for, I would say, four people with a turkey breast, right? So four people, one meal, that would have been perfect. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) So So, how many days did you eat stuffing and potatoes for? So I I had leftovers that entire weekend, which turned out to be a four-day weekend. Um, Woohoo! I didn't have, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't have to cook for anything. It was fantastic. I did Thanksgiving with my aunt. My mom did this weird thing where she was doing, so my grandma died a couple years ago and her let, yeah, it's a couple years ago now. Yeah. So my mom started running Thanksgiving for her side of the family because that's her mother. Mm-hmm. And then it makes me choose because we used to always just go over to my aunt's house and have Thanksgiving together there. So I was like. As much as I want tamales, I really want all the casseroles that my aunts are going to make. Oh yeah, because I, the turkey's good, right. but I make I make good turkey. I make a good turkey too. Yeah, so I, I make better turkey than they do, and I'm not there for that. I'm I'm there for all the sides that they make that they right. do better than I do. Oh yeah. So I went over, and then my cousin makes a bomb ass like broccoli cheese casserole thing. Oh. I do the weird smoked pound and a half of bacon. Um, creamy mushroom and heavy garlic green bean casserole. She makes the broccoli and cheese and rice casserole thing. I am salivating, actually. <laughs> and so, yeah, me and my cousin always make those two things, and everybody always eats that stuff up. Mm. But um, I definitely wanted Amanda's casserole, and she definitely wanted my green bean casserole. That was going to happen. Right. And then Jessa was making a th- like a Friendsgiving for us, me and her, and then um, the kid and her friends. So we had like four teenagers over here and two adults, right, that didn't eat everything because she cooked it like, you know. She uh, cooked for an army. She she cooked for six adults, and then the teenagers are all cheerleaders. So yeah. they either sometimes eat a lot or sometimes eat like cheerleaders. <laughs> um, right. So that we had a lot of leftovers. That's why I still have a few things. It's and not because it wasn't good. It's because that I started my diet back on Tuesday, duh. and I could no longer eat any of those things except for the turkey. Duh, I I have. But Dad gave me smoked ham, so I've been that was in several omelets over the last. Mm, oh week. yeah, for sure. Um, the casserole got destroyed. Um, she made these ridiculous mashed potatoes that were great. The green bean casserole was great. The Stuffing is made out of bread ends, so yeah. it's all homemade right. with gravy stuffing. So that that's it's... definitely one thing I can say I took away from Thanksgiving. There was one thing I did. They don't normally eat mashed potatoes. Oh, God, this guy's mashed potatoes, I, dude. Yeah, Jason and his famous mashed potatoes. Oh, my God. The fucking, like, would you like some potatoes with that butter? Uh <laughs> 
<laughs> but Rusty can attest. It makes them amazing. Jessa went through equal parts potato and butter. <laughs> I think she went through eight sticks of butter for that meal. Yeah. Um yeah, I yeah. do. So if I cook five pounds of potatoes, that's five sticks of butter. Mm. Automatically. That's like down a butter a pound. Mm. Yep. A stick of butter per pound. Then um but yeah, I, I made those. Their entire family fucking ate them up, and they don't really like potatoes. Oh, of course. But well, they I ate mean, that shit up. I was finding That's... reasons to eat potatoes all last week. I was like, oh, I could make hash browns. Yeah. Yeah. I can hash browns. I made homemade I mean, French fries. I was actually expecting, because they told us they don't really eat potatoes. I was hoping to have enough left over. You know, I could do potato pancakes the next day. Those are good for know. potato pancakes. Yada, yada. Well, yeah, because of the amount of butter I put in them, I yeah. don't have to do much. I literally just, it, it's Make refrigerated. I flatten it, throw it on the pan, it's done. Yeah, you don't even need um, butter in the pan. It just, <laughs> just <laughs> comes out. out. Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but the, uh, um, but I had none left. I mean, that's normal. Every time you make them, you don't have much left. <laughs> yeah, some of the other highlights of that was I was going to give it to Jason, then I didn't realize that the kid was eating it like ice cream. There's this thing that she – so she made a pie that's basically like a huge Girl Scout cookie with like a chocolate mousse in the middle. Oh. So like the Thin Mints, right? But imagine oh. Thin Mints with like a chocolate mousse middle. Oh. So then I didn't have a cake or a pie pan, so she's made me more for before i got off the diet and so me and the kid and her finished off half of it she just took a mixing bowl and made it in there and layered it and it's just crust that covers the inside of the bowl Uh with all the filling like double layered and so i didn't realize the kid's been eating it like ice cream oh dude (laughs) it what i saw of the bowl it looks amazing but Apparently, the kid's, like, eating straight out of the middle. <laughs> I mean, just like ice cream. I mean, that's, that's kind of like cutting the tr- uh, a triangle of, you know, of uh, a pumpkin pie straight out of the middle of the pie, right? So, yeah, it's... Uh, I didn't feel so, good about giving it to him at this so point. So, the kids realize... get frustrated with me at, at the pumpkin pie thing. Mm. Because I literally took the regular pumpkin pie with the crust... That is not my wife's, what I think is an abomination, impossible pumpkin pie, the crustless one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my wife hates pie crust. I don't know why. I love so pie So she crust. just makes pie filling in a pan? Pretty much. Basically. Yeah, it's got, it's got I, extra. I have tried repeatedly to get her just use a graham cracker crust because she'll eat that. Oh, yeah. She won't fucking do it. Mm. Drives me yeah, insane. Th- this pie crust we had but, was mm. basically thin mint cookie crust oh god (laughs) so anyway i take the regular pumpkin pie right i cut it down the middle yeah and and take my half out and put it on the plate (laughs) it's like well there's there's the rest of yours and then Uh, cut and then cut them slivers out of the other half. Here you go. <laughs> well, pumpkin pie, man. I Actually, mean, when I do pumpkin pie, it and is And then the next cord. day, then the next day, I ate the third of the pie that was left. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing is I didn't actually have... The closest thing I had to pumpkin pie was my grandmother made a 
Um, it's a it's a pumpkin pie, but pumpkin pecan, and it's mostly. Oh, pecan. I love that! I actually it's love. It's delicious, but it's not it's not the same flavor profile. Mm. It it's not, but for mm. me, most most pumpkin pies because of the um the gelatin filling mix. Most of them are way too sweet, like hurts my teeth way too sweet. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I mean, so I use gelatin. I've always loved, (laughs) I've always loved taking the uh, uh, the candy pecans, Mm -hmm. putting them on pumpkin pie. Yeah, she uses some. She dips the pecans in something and makes some kind of sweetened whatever she candies them basically. basically yeah she does it on her own and then makes it mm. she brought three of those and they were all gone my dad took one on his own because that's his favorite thing since he was a kid so he got yeah. one of her pies and then the rest was everybody else just yeah. i had like three pieces i i actually still have a pie i i still have a pie this was this pie was made sp- specifically as a um uh I don't know. Maybe uh, it's, it was made so that I would play Sea of Thieves. I know that this is why this pie was made. I don't even understand. But I, I have a coworker, and his wife wants me to play Sea of Thieves. So she made you a pie? So she made me a pie. And she made me a Dutch apple pie. But oh. the crust is... Is the it's the same kind of you know Dutch apple topping. It's it's basically kind Filling. of like a graham cracker crust almost, but it's got the same flavor as the topping for Dutch apple pie. It, That's ridiculous. It oh, is so dude. so good. It's so good. I have this pie in the fridge right now, and he gave me this pie, and he says, "You know the implications if you take this pie." I'm like, <laughs> I can't say no, but Sea of Thieves is terrible. He's, <laughs> so, so he's like, you know. I'm like, yes, I know. There's no way I can say no to this pie because that would be like a slap in the fucking face, right? So I'm like, I've got a, I've, I've got a Dutch apple pie for myself. I am getting fat, dude. <laughs> well, and, and of you, course, did you weigh yourself after this last week? Uh, yeah, I it's actually depressing. went to the uh, I went to the uh, the doctor. Um, so I never had, go to the I, doctor the week after Thanksgiving. Dude, I just I tell you, you're a fat ass. I didn't. I, I so that's the thing. That that's the that's the thing. Then, I had like all the things are wrong with you because you have so much fat in your blood, right? <laughs> so I, I mean, I, I went to the you know I had a doctor's appointment. It was unavoidable. I had to actually have you know it was new doctor, right? So I have to go uh, visit him. They put me on the scale. Of course, it's a normal fucking thing that they do, right? And then they take down the weight and then. I see the number. I will not repeat it here. And I get to the doctor's office and, it, you know, and he comes in and he says, so you had a really good Thanksgiving, didn't you? <laughs> I'm like, thanks, doc. Yeah, thanks, man. He's like, yeah, so we're going to need to uh, do some things. Oh, and uh, we're going to do a cholesterol test on you next time. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, thanks, doc. Uh, at least you're not doing it now because, golly. But, yeah, yeah anyway. that's not even fair. Right, right. Yeah, like I – so with her being in town and she's actually in town for, until tomorrow morning, um, basically 
I've been eating really well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she made homemade lasagna. Oh. And, by by really well, he means not on diet. No, not at all. So I have homemade lasagna last week, which lasagna. was stupid. Um, lasagna. And I weighed myself on Monday after everything, right? Like I got chips. I did a chip and salsa day at work so oh. I could have all the chips and salsa I wanted. Wow. Okay. So I got a whole bunch of people basically to support my carb habit. Uh, right? <laughs> I, I initiated like, it. I spent about $20 on chips and dips, and then I got more people to donate. And we had chips and dips uh, for four days. So wow, <laughs> it was a fairly popular thing. We we decided chips and dips were a great idea the week of Thanksgiving. So I gained ten and a half pounds. Oh, in like nine days. I I, 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 I <laughs> here's the crazy thing though. It's all water weight for the most part. Uh, well, I mean, you just basically ate all the salt. So yeah. So I went back on the diet. On and this is no shit, and I'll tell you why. I went hardcore on the diet as of Monday night. Mm-hmm. Like I just cold turkey, we just stopped all the all, all the, the carbs. Right, right. Went back to you know eating MCT oil like it's candy, mm. and giving all the fat and doing all the protein and all the veggies. And of course, she's cooking me these wicked great meals that she's mm. making keto. She made me like this weird white chili thing out of like turkey and. Stuff that was extremely low carb. That mm. it's almost like a soup, but it was a spicy soup. Right. And mm. I just shit my brains out for like three days. <laughs> and I'm down out of those ten and a half pounds. I'm down like nine, eight, eight yeah, nine in like four days. See, when I first started on keto, I had that one week that I had lost thirteen pounds. Oh god, it's, it's all like, the it's all the water. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's getting all that then, sodium out of your system. I mean, he followed that up with like a nine-pound week. Yeah. So, I mean, like. So, I know it's possible. And I know that I could reverse what I would have done pretty, you know, pretty handily. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but you got to be strict as hell. So, the so the, uh, so I, I mean, I'm already thinking about like New Year's resolutions, right? I I know that I could go on uh, go back on keto because I've been off keto for I don't know about a couple months now, um, and I'm going to go back because it's it's got to happen right. Um, but the the difference this time is going to be uh, I'm going to go back to what I did when I first started keto, which is the whiteboard. The, you know, you know, keeping track of everything. There's a couple of apps that are really good to just paste what you're doing. So you kind of got an idea of what you're at. Yeah. The app that I used used to use got hacked like crazy. So I'm going to have to come up with a different option. But I've been not a plug, but it just it's working. My fitness pal. That's the one that got hacked, dude. When did it? (laughs) Well, yeah, I think I act like crazy, man. When? Uh, it's, it's over the last year, I think it was. I mean, it, there was a notification on my uh, on my LifeLock that it had been hacked. Uh, and whatever app you pick up, send yeah, me a link. I mean, the you know, my Fitness Pal has a lot of you know a lot of dietary stuff in there, so you could put individual ingredients in there and be able to make a meal out of you know and get the. You know, you know, get the nutritional facts well, out of it. Still he, hacked, are they? Well, no, no, they're not still hacked. I'm sure that it's one of those data breaches. And of course, whenever I get one of those, it's like ah, fuck. 
here we go. Uh, right. Because, you know, that that should happen. Yeah, I know. AT&T notifies me about all of them. So, so I mean, I don't think that MyFitnessPal is not usable. It's just be careful with it, right? Um, well, I'm not putting a credit card on it. Well, it's not that. It's, you know, passwords and, you know, and right. the fact that because, it's basically... Like, a lot of people tracking. either link it to their Fitbit tracker yeah. that they have linked to their Facebook or they link their Facebook directly to my fitness pal or I don't link it to Facebook. So well, I mean, that's smart. But that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. The uh the idea behind my fitness pal is that it basically tracks everything that you do and where you go. Uh, and if somebody had access to that, then they would be able to know kind of pretty much everything about how your daily routine is. And that's a bad thing. Yep. So, um, just be careful. Uh, just <clears throat> employ uh basic internet common sense, uh, and yep. keep strong passwords. Uh, but yeah, it's, I'm going to go back to, you know, that kind of, you know, I was pretty anal when it came to that. I was, yep. I, I tracked everything. Uh, and I think that's what I need to do. I've been kind of flying by the seat of my pants for the last year or two on keto and not really tracking anything. And it's, it's not doing me any good. So, yeah. Uh, which means, you know, portion control and getting the right macros and all that is going to be a future for me. I'll tell you. After the apple pie, because goddamn the apple yeah, pie. Yeah, just get through the apple pie. <laughs> and Sea I, of Thieves, apparently. I was going to say, <laughs> I did some other things, too. I uh, finally saw Masters of the Universe. Uh, uh, the, uh, the original one? Yeah. Oh, my God. I Dolph had Lundgren as He-Man. So, hey, the best Skeletor on television, man. I uh, didn't realize that she was such a big fan, so we watched that um a few nights back. That's pretty goofy. No, well, yeah. It was oh, watchable, well, yeah. though. I thought it wasn't going to be watchable. I, we had I a mean, lot of fun with it. I, there there are definitely, uh, definitely rungs there. Um, the two Conan movies are much better than that. Oh, if you don't take it seriously at all and ignore you have to pretty much every bit of Deus Ex Machina and, in that right, movie, they literally just like, well, we're... Yeah, that's why we're moving the plot this way. It's because of this kerfuffle thing, right? right? Like, the, here's here's yeah. the thunker doodle happened. So now we're gonna make. That's why everybody knows what this thing is. Everybody must have the MacGuffin. Yeah, um, that was actually the word I was looking for. Uh, I just started Mac making up a word. MacGuffin. Yeah. MacGuffin. Yeah. Yeah. The, the MacGuffin the being, key. being the uh, key thing. The, the key, which is that they thought was a keyboard. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that is so greatly eighties. Yeah. Um, that was pretty yeah. fun though. I had a lot of, and I was really surprised at how much it upscaled on the Blu-ray app that was on Xbox One. Huh. Yeah. It upscaled very well. Interesting. Did not look, it didn't look 1080p, well, but it looked sharp you, enough. You'd be surprised how many of the, uh, 80s and early 90s movies that they've taken the original negatives and... Digitally reworked all of it. It's amazing how sharp some of those movies get. I don't get. Imagine being the person that sits there, like going through all the '80s movies, going, "Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and digitally touch this up yeah. right now." <laughs> the uh, 
This movie sucks, to, but whatever. <laughs> to be honest, the I've never really uh, had a problem with the Masters of the Universe movie. I did. Holy um, shit, dude! It was it was definitely not anything that was. It, it's basically like, but that's because I, I mean, we've talked about this before. I have that ability to be able to look at something done in a different medium than the original and go okay i see why this is different it would be or like being mad at, it'd be like being mad at the gi joe movie because it doesn't follow the source content yeah. it's mattel i right that's I, why i don't have any issue I, with it I, okay and and I, and, I, and i get that it, <sighs> and then conan's so fucking cheesy to begin with like it's like beastmaster 2 why <laughs> Beastmaster was good. It was cheesy. It was an 80s movie, but it was good. Beastmaster 2, where they go, he goes to fucking, I think, New York, because New York used to be, like, the place to go, right? Uh, not not just New York. New York in the future. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but they... 80s is a lot of, like, fish-out-of-water stuff. Yeah, I, it was. I mean, shit. I mean, the late Masters 80s universe and, is literally fish-out-of-water. The late 80s well, and early 90s had... Ron Perlman playing the the beast in Manhattan. Okay. All right. Well, I what how how good would it have been if uh, okay. So would you watch a new Masters of the Universe with today's CGI set in Grayskull? Yes. And you know, to speak to that, um they're doing that. Okay. They cool. are. And there's also a cartoon that is picking up from where it left off done by Kevin Smith uh, that is also in production for Netflix right now. Bonus. Looked into this because I was yeah. watching the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you, we, me and her were talking be, about that. And you, it's like, what, what about? You what know what if, and I was like, man. really? You know what else is happening that Kevin Smith's doing? That. Disney and Marvel Studios have given Kevin Howard the Duck. I mean, uh, okay. All I remember is duck tits. <laughs> that would be the only thing you remember. I was a kid. I don't remember any of it. That's literally the first time I ever saw boobs that movie, was duck tits. That movie basically... <laughs> Did almost ruin you on tits for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, the feathered, the feathered breast was a little odd. <laughs> I didn't realize, you know, when you're a kid, right, you didn't realize that this was a comic just... that was made for, for adults. adults. Yeah. I don't uh, use the word adult loosely for prepubescent adults. Okay. Almost. Great. You're Perverts. talking about a fucking duck. But, yeah. It, not, yeah. you know, no. it's not at the level <clears throat> like hentai, but it's just the, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's. Welcome to or, the furry fandom. It's just like, welcome to, basically, <laughs> the feathery fandom. But, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know that much about Howard the Duck. I'd be doing a huge disservice by acting like I do. But it's one of those things like that. When I look back on that moment in life, I'm thinking to myself, like, what adult that's mature is into, you know, people like animals, right? There's plenty of them. The yeah, internet's now, full. I didn't know what furs were until I was an adult. Yeah, well. It wasn't really much of a thing. <laughs> I'm old. 
Old. I'm old and crassity and don't know this newfangled kink. I don't get ID anymore. <laughs> when uh, you're over 40. Yeah. Well, Howard the Duck is a little... Uh, um, is that an image comic? Should I say no? It's a it's a straight up Marvel, but it, it is it um, is a Marvel comic. It was a it is the one that it, they want to when it started in the seventies. It was strictly a satire comic. They used it strictly as a social commentary comic. Gotcha. Um, so you know Howard the Duck has had a bunch of different jobs over the whole thing, like. P.I. Does, or he, does he have just, any kind of superpower? No. He's a talking he's a, duck. He's an alien duck. He's a talking duck. Like, right. they, just use the, they just use alien is, to make a duck that talks. He is a yeah. horny talking duck. Yeah. That's pretty I much mean, his character. He was originally a secondary character in Man-Thing. Okay. Uh, right. That's He came from I the mean, sky. So, I'll tell you some other just goofy shit that's happened over the last couple of weeks. So... Lola the Wonder Dog's not on the show tonight. She's hanging out with the girls. Right. We have uh, Zoe. My Zoe is my, back. My big titty goth girlfriend um, back there. Um, I didn't even know that about that meme at all until my actual girlfriend brought it up because I was she gets jealous in weird ways. Right. She'll be scratching the dog and then she'll look. She sits in this big round chair. Mm-hmm. And then she'll be just kind of staring off into space, and I'll start petting the other dog, and then her head pops up, and then she, like, flips her head over the back of her shoulder <laughs> and just, whatever, <sighs> whatever, and then lays back you down. Can't... Then I'll call her, and she'll look at me for a second and tilt her head, she'll and then like, just go lay back down. Yeah, no. Just like, oh, no, your you. hands are tainted. Please go away. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> She's so jealous in weird ways. She's but... very... Very, very satisfied to be in here right now. Yes, she is. Oh she's, yeah, she's in, you know she is definitely she's asleep back here. <laughs> she is she is currently camped out directly behind Rusty because that is her safe place right now. Yes, she loves me, but I I think she's missed being in here because she made the rounds the second she came in the yeah. room. <laughs> well, it wasn't until Lola got really socially anxious that I noticed that she has a little bit of a Hitler stash and then it's because she can be kind of evil and so that little bit of Hitler that's in her um, tore up the door Died. we left for 30 minutes yeah and she literally ripped half my door she off she ate apart. the door literally ate it and then the carpet in the hallway like gone for 15 minutes running to you know the store to grab a couple things and she's here with the kid the kid mm -hmm. shuts the door for 15 minutes to pick up stuff around her room because the dog keeps getting into it. And then she pulls up the hallway carpet. It's pulled back three feet. Wow. I just laid it back down and we found a real small rug to throw with it. <laughs> just, so she is now a kennel dog, yeah. which I kind of hate, but it has to be done. There's no getting around it right now. I cannot let her free roam in her bedroom that I set up for her in the laundry room. So, yeah, um, I'm actually kind of surprised it took this long. Uh, most... Of uh, most puppies, uh, her age will go through a phase, and this is just one of uh, uh, one of those phases that you're going to have to get through. It requires some discipline, um, 
you know, and, well, we don't and, and just training. put her in the cage when we leave. We kind of give her like, it's not even a timeout. It's just like randomly like, hey, let's just put the dog in the cage for a little bit. Right. So and, for 20 minutes or something. And so it, she doesn't just associate it with us leaving. And right now I'm still coming home from lunch and stuff occasionally. And then I come home for lunch and I get to going back that way. I can point at the cage and she'll go in there and lay down now. Yeah. And, and, it, and it just it's, takes some training. This is not a, I, could, I know it's a kennel, but it, to me it's still a cage. Right. And it's a cage for like a fucking Malamute. Like it's big. This is not a small kennel. They could fit three Lolas in there comfortably. I mean, it's it's nowhere near as what you what you see at the door. I know is bad because you you have to replace a door. Um, but just imagine, you know, going out and getting a brand new fifth wheel camper, and then having a you know, uh, a pit pup uh, that you took camping with you and ended up having to go into town for some reason, like just to do, you know, <clears throat> some quick shopping to come back for burgers or whatever, right? Gone for 30 minutes, put the, you know, put the pup in the back room of the camper and come back to the pup in the front room of the camper having chewed through every single door in between uh and ripped up all of the upholstery and had the bed half torn up when you opened the door i take it this happened to your parents <clears throat> did not happen to my parents but it happened to one of my parents friends that's some social brand, anxiety right there brand new camper first time out Oh. Totally destroyed, like thousands of dollars. Of yeah, damage. just, just, just destroyed. And they kept the dog. Huh? Oh, of course. I mean, they had to keep the dog, but well, like we, I but mean, that we were, dog was, was kind of have to about, at that point. That's an expensive dog. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course they kept the dog, and the dog is you know is I was older so now. I was so mad. Like I didn't do anything rash, but I just I saw the door, and then I showed. Jessa, she's like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I just threw her outside. I was like, she's just going to stay outside for 30 minutes while I clean up this mess. While, while I cool down a bit. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't yeah, lose don't, my temper. Right. Yeah. It's And then when she tore up the carpet, <laughs> a, literally exactly a week later, last Sunday, mm -hmm. oh, I just. <sighs> right. You just you just you have to kid, take you know, a deep I was breath. Mad. I was just got back from grocery shopping for a few things, and she just was like, "I'm not gonna put up all the groceries." <laughs> wow. So I'm just like, I don't even know what to say. I was like, "I'm not mad at you. I don't know what to do with this dog." She's like, "Let's just get rid of her." <laughs> I was like, oh, no. "I can't. You're. Yeah. I love this dog, and your mom loves this dog, right?" Now and this... it was like, honestly, she completely for um not completely, but almost forgets I'm here. Like, I guarantee you, we're gonna go to break. Mm -hmm. And she's still out there watching a the movie. The dog is just going to be sleep on Jess's lap. Like right. she doesn't leave her side for the most part. It's ridiculous. In the morning, when I get up now, like I go and make breakfast because I sleep very little. And the dog comes out here to get breakfast with me and get scratches for a minute. And then she leaves, goes right back to sleep with her until she wakes up. Right. Because she's super attached to her. That's who saved her from the puppy mill. Right. But. Yeah, it's it's been that that part's been rough. The uh, that's been I rough. mean, you'll you'll, you'll <laughs> get used to uh, the dog will actually you know grow up and it'll grow out of a phase. It is a phase, 
though I I did meet the dog that tore up the camper. Um, it was not. It was shortly after. <clears throat> I had a second camper, so they went out camping with us, and uh, it was one of the few times that I actually spent some time up north with my parents. Uh, we decided that we were going to go out to eat, uh, went to a restaurant or something like that, but the dog had to come with us because they weren't going to... Uh, we're going to leave. They were not going to leave the dog there. Well, I mean, would you repeat the same mistake twice? Right, and that's kind of what they were doing, but, you know, so we had... Uh, they had the dog in a truck, right? <clears throat> And had to leave the dog in the truck, of course, to go to the, you know, go into the restaurant. Uh, and we go into the restaurant, sit down, we have, you know, we, you know, we order our food. And one of the, uh, uh, the waitresses comes up and says, do you, do you guys perchance have a, a brown truck, uh, you know, out in the parking lot? Uh, and guy's like, Yeah. He's like, you're going to need to go outside and uh, prevent your dog from standing on the horn. Because the dog is literally standing and, like, pushing, jumping on the freaking horn <laughs> of the truck. <laughs> We're like, what? We all walk outside and the dog is just basically, like, punching the freaking horn <laughs> on the truck like jumping up and down on top of I it. I assume it was really cold outside. It was it, I mean it was I mean it, it wasn't cold it was just it, it was trying to get somebody you know get no, our I'm attention assuming to leaving the dog in the truck. Oh no, we not going to it, it was a it was a fairly large town. It was just we didn't want to have the dog outside. You know and there wasn't uh I mean there wasn't. It was. An I'm saying that they didn't leave the dog in a hot car. Right. No. 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 Oh, yeah. No. 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 It was. It was perfectly fine. Uh, per- perfectly fine. We were only going to be in there for a little bit, and they were. You know, the dog was safe, but the truck was not apparently. So, the uh, she had chewed on the uh, the steering wheel and, you know, punched on. Uh, you know, tested the horn for. Probably that's ten minutes. Bad social anxiety. Yeah, it, it's, that's worse than Lola. It, it it was it was pretty bad, but um, like I said, phase the dog eventually grew out of it. Right. So so you want to hear something really crazy that happened to my grandma? That this actually pisses me off to no end. Mm. So my grandmother's over eighty years old, right? Born in the thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, so my cousin lives with her, uh, mostly to kind of take care of her. It's not like she's completely senile or anything like that, but she, her reaction time's really bad right now. And she got in a couple of bad wrecks. So driver's license is gone. My cousin takes her everywhere. Right. Right. We call her Mima cause she's Mima. Right. It's my last grandma. So she got a call this week from somebody saying they're from the government that said a car was found in Texas with blood all over it and full of cocaine and had her information in the car. In order for her not to be charged with the crime and have her bank account wiped out, they had to help her protect her money. And she ended up giving her information to them, including her social security, her address, and everything. They told her they had to send a taxi to pick her up and take her to Best Buy to get three $500 gift cards and give them the card numbers. And tomorrow... A woman would come back to her house with a new social security number, would take her to the bank to get the money out of her savings, and she'd give them the Best Buy cards, and they'll put the fifteen back fifteen hundred back in her account. So my cousin happened to check her bank account, um, and saw what had happened, 
And if she hadn't done that, she wouldn't have found out about it. So these people had her so scared that she was going to go to jail for these crimes that she committed and the cocaine that was in her car with a stranger. And they spent her entire Social Security check on those Best Buy cards. So my grandma was scared that Richard was told her not to tell anybody. But these people picked my grandmother up with a fucking Uber. What? Yeah. And took her to Best Buy to get these cards and then took her to her bank. What? And then the, this is a mark against TPD. They did, they thought it, this was some fucking prank. So they made her call them back. They sent another Uber. They said, yeah, this is just Uber and left. So apparently my dad was also sitting up at the house with his gun, like ready to shoot a motherfucker. Wow. Um, but now we've got a detective on the case. Yeah. But. Wow. But yeah. So my cousin froze all her credit cards, froze her bank account. Yeah. Froze um, froze all of her assets, but now her social security's out. They can't figure out who it is. And, well, and, and so then they changed her number to an unlisted number because she still has a landline because the cell phone made no yeah. sense at one point. Well, here's the crazy part. So the crazy part about that, that type of fraud's happening all over the country, right? But that particular one... <laughs> yeah, like they, the extra If TPD of... can put together any kind of a trail at all, that's federal. I mean, well, my cousin because, mentioned the word kidnapping. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, not only is it kidnapping, a... but that's impersonating an officer, which makes it a federal felony. <laughs> but yeah, they ripped her for more than fifteen hundred bucks. So yeah. Wow. They wiped out her. They didn't wipe out her savings because that trickles in like a paycheck for her, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. But they wiped out her primary account. Now, thank, look, thankfully, my cousin makes pretty good money. Um, doing She sells commercial services through a big company. I won't say who. Right. But she sells commercial services to businesses. So she makes like 80 a year. Like she does all right. Um, and in this town, that's pretty good. Yeah. So... She's able to float her for groceries and stuff for a couple months until she gets back on her feet. Yeah. But it's just fucking scary that that kind of stuff happened right around the holidays. Why would you? Man. Well, I mean, those those scammers target that demographic specifically. Yeah, and she's had a listed landline before, and so now she has an unlisted landline. Like, she changed her number and everything. It's... Unfortunately, listed or unlisted, and that all happened matter. while she was at work. Like she just went to work, you know, and then came back to hear this story about what had happened. And then she's like, "You just got scammed." Yeah, I mean, you just got scammed hard. So like, she's got like a ring doorbell and a security system they're putting in, and she's like, "We're not answering any phones calls from anybody you don't know well, ever." Right. I mean, literally only these people you know. Nobody else. Wow, it's it, uh, but it's it's shitty. Like it is I'm really it's mad very... that that happened to my grandma. Now I'm really glad I didn't hear the whole story until my dad told me. He was like, "Yeah, I went out to the house and I sat there the rest of the afternoon with my gun." Mm-hmm. And we I mean... interviewed with the cops, like everything. He's like, "I was there. We're not letting this happen to my mom again." Well, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, the the, the this kind of scam, like Jason said, it's it's rampant. It's it's a uh, it, it comes in different forms, and yeah. the fact that it come, you know, it's 
a lot of it is tailored. Like, for instance, these people who who did this are like, okay, you know, some at some point, you you know, your grandma had said, I can't drive. Oh, that's fine. We'll get you an Uber. And tailored the scam to her. I think they did the Uber so they couldn't trace the, like, what she's trying to do is get the Uber record, you know, right. records. Well, there's, there's gotta be some way, there's but some, if, tra- there's if, some trail there. If there, if the, uh, the, the, the reality is, is that Uber is based off of a username and any, uh, any random burner card you can attach to it. So honestly, trying to find who did the Uber is going to be hard. Yeah. Um, but the more infuriating thing is like, there's a lot of cameras that happen in all these places, right? And then right. Best Buy doesn't want to cooperate at all right now. Well, that's why she got the detective involved to try to get some of this to happen because right. it's a pretty shitty thing to happen to an elderly person. Like, just well, I just I feel so gross that somebody stole my grandma for an afternoon. Right. You it's, know what I mean? It's crazy. It's it, and it's creepy. It's like that's the part that that gets me the worst. Is like in. It'd have been one thing if they'd have just drained her account electronically, right? Which sucks, but is and, fixable. And that's, that's right? like that could happen. But the fact that you interacted with her personally makes me really fucking mad. It's really fucking bad. And it's and you have that in the back of your mind. Like, is it actually Uber? Like, was it actually Uber? Well, and then yeah, that's you know, and that's fake. why they that's why they target that demographic because. That demographic's not going to think about things like, well, if a law enforcement agency wanted me, they would send a officer patrol car right. to pick me up. Right, not an Uber. And why not would they get... A, not an Uber or a taxi. And, and why would you right. buy Best Buy $500 Best Buy gift cards? Like yeah, it's untraceable funds is what it is. I mean, yeah. But for for any type of like any type of police investigation, <clears throat> why why Best Buy gift cards? Yeah. Like seriously. So um, that's why they target that demographic is so they can get away with that and, type and, of shit. And it happens more often right around the holidays, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I mean, working in the um, yeah, you working work in, in the field industry. of. And do now and working in home security, the we we hear stories about this all the time. We we see it happen. You know, we help people retrieve video footage, whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, the uh, it it happens year round now. It's not even that it ramp ramps up. These guys they get whoever they can get on the hook. Whoever yeah, will answer the phone call. <laughs> yeah, whoever will reply to the email. You know, you know. It's just at this point, it's phone. not a Somali prince or what was the other one? It's Nigerian prince. Man. Nigerian, right? It's Nigerian yeah. prince. And oh boy, I mean, I don't know if you uh, if you actually looked into. I've it, gotten but, a couple of those emails on my Yahoo account way back in the day. Uh, I mean, so did I. But if you can Nigeria, believe it, most of these, yeah, most of these scammers. Aren't based in America. No. Well, no, this one um, is. Most of them are actually in South America, Middle East, etc. Now they run through locals. They, locals. they use they use mules. Yeah, but so, 
most of them are actually based overseas. Look, somewhere. man, if if you've actually looked at, I watched a, a short documentary on uh, on the whole Nigerian prince thing because I mean, honestly, it's kind of a legendary scam. I mean, yeah. it's never used anymore because it's legendary, right? Um, but in Nigeria, they have fucking hard law that you know says that's, you can't impersonate a prince. You can't have <laughs> no. They have hard scam laws, you know, in effect. Like if the if you are caught scamming, you know, in Nigeria, you are like it's 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 over for you. Big time fucking bad for you. Fuck you're in because yeah, they don't want to be known for that. Right. And that was the right. thing. Nigeria is trying to actually turn that around well, because I'm- that was a massive the, PR hit for the whole country. Well, yeah. I, this is what you're. I probably for, the watched Prince. the same documentary as you on that, right? Yeah. And the thing is, they don't even have a fucking prince, right? You know, they they have a constitutional government in place. So why people ever fell for that to begin with was stupid. It's just, it's crazy. But, I mean. Um, I remember going back and forth with him the first time I got one, though. I, I talked, I talked to him by email, a couple. You know, we yeah, we we exchanged. Uh, you know, uh, man, this was like fucking what nineties. Yeah, yeah. So we exchanged some you know uh, emails back and forth, and I'm like, I don't believe you're a prince, and, and he's like, What would uh, what would you? Uh, how would I be able to prove it to you? And I said, Well. I mean, you're going to need to, you know, produce a picture with today's date. <laughs> like a newspaper <laughs> or something. And he's yeah. uh, and he never responded. <laughs> it was weird. It was just kind of like a weird back and forth with uh, with this. But um, I mean, scamming is like one of the things it's as old as the Internet, really. Um, well, and, I mean, it's as old as telemarketing. Well, true. It, I mean, and unfortunately, with today's technology, even it's the, easier. Even an unlisted number doesn't help you because there's yep. uh, there's freaking call botters that will just basically ping your phone nonstop. That's why when you go out and get a new phone, you get a new phone number and get a new phone, you're already getting phone calls mm-hmm. from unli- you know from unknown well, numbers. And- the fact that um, in this day and age, you know, it it used to be, uh, um, you know, it, companies, of course, you know, show, shared and sold, you know, lists of their customers' phone numbers, etc. Right. Right. Um, but that generally didn't come with any other info. It doesn't need to anymore. Nowadays, that doesn't matter. If they get your, if they get your phone number on a list, that's all they need. Well, they can get your address. They can get. You it's know, not I that. Mean, it's not that. If your phone number is purchased by you know by anybody who bought it from a company mm-hmm. that's got it on a list, that's automatically considered a live number. Yep. So while those call botters will go through and basically just brute force phone numbers and just test to see if somebody's on there all you're getting when you pick up a phone and you don't hear any you know don't hear anything and then a few seconds later you hear click 
all you're doing is telling that computer that the number that it just tried is a live number. And then yep. that will go onto a list of live numbers that they can sell for yep. a higher price. That's why every time I see a phone number I don't recognize. You don't even answer it. I no, don't I just answer it. to block them. And I just automatically block. Well, and if it leaves me a message, <laughs> I'll listen to the message. If it's somebody who I should actually have, I will unblock the phone number. But I literally automatically block shit now. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of, without going too far into this, I mean, there's also a lot of stuff that says you're under collections and stuff like that as well that's also fraud. Right. Uh, oh, like, yeah. all you got to do is go back and look and see, do I have any kind of judgment against me? Nope, no, no. judgment. Still no judgment? Yep. That's, I guess that's another fraud. Just take, you know, just make sure. It, it, the the best thing that you can do is know who you owe and contact those people directly. That way, if you end up getting a voicemail or something yep. like that saying you owe $3,000, you must pay immediately, and call that, you know, call them, and in not this, the number, call, uh, go, if it's a bank, call the bank or go to the bank and say, hey, look, I got a phone then, call. And then this day and age, um, you... It is almost essential now for you, for your own personal and cybersecurity to have some sort of credit or monitoring, credit monitoring, whether that's through LifeLock, whether that's through your credit card company, whoever. Dude, have something. Not brought to you by any of those companies. I know, right? No. Yeah, I mean, if you want to sponsor, I mean, that'd be it's great. It's not, but, but it, in the interest of, of, I mean, we are on gaming podcast, which means you're you're automatically, your life is connected to the internet. If right. your life You're is connected to, the, to the internet. But speaking of being a gamer, That podcast, is a good yeah. idea. We've done about an hour of bullshit. <laughs> we have. And I didn't even get to the best part of mine. Oh, well. We'll save it for next week. Okay. Okay. I'm good. So let's get, let's dive into a few of the things we played. Jason, did you get a chance to try anything new? So. Or did you finish I, Star Wars? I hardcore, I hardcore finish star wars and then on the day i'm finishing star wars mm. which by the way my opinion just got solidified of that game by finishing it you like Don't it? rusty i will give you i will give you one tip i figured out and had i done this from the beginning it would have made my life so much easier you can actually get the double blade lightsaber early in the game okay i, did. I told you that go to Drathomir, the second you get the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Because finding the thing you need for your droid can be a pain in the ass anyway. Go to Drathomir. Drathomir? Run through, run through all the enemies and the ones it forces you to fight. Mm-hmm. Over your, your slow ability to beat them because you're not going to have the tools to really beat on them yet. And there is a hooded figure that you'll run into. Okay. Hooded male figure. Mm-hmm. There is a there is a workstation near his location mm-hmm. where you will pick up that double bladed lightsaber. Pick that up and leave. And go back to the original like p- path. Right. Okay. But that will make your combat so much easier for the remainder. It of helps the game. a lot with multiple enemies. Yes. Gotcha. It's just got a wider path. Yeah. Does less damage, it's faster, and it deals with multiple enemies way better. Yep. Okay. 
um, I can do. So you, you liked it, Jason? I loved it. I actually, soon as I am able, I will pick up my own copy so I can play through it again. And you can play through it again if you want. Um, I loved it. but I've got a lot on my plate right now, so... Um, as I was finishing that up, our old buddy Holt, mm-hmm. uh, gifted me with a game. What did he give you? Modern Warfare. Oh my God. You're playing more COD. So you're playing Modern Warfare with, uh, I, I'm playing COD. So here's the thing. So he gifted this to me with the, uh, uh, with the full intention of, me helping him and Deer. Hey, just me pause for a second. Yeah. Like, God. don't think about how Holt looks, but every time you hear him, do you, don't you just think he sounds a lot like Sam Elliott? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh he, he, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> he is. Got the Southern drawl, got the deep voice. He's living out in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. He he's is, uh, he's basically Sam Elliott at this he, point. He so. is he is the hippie nerd version of Sam Elliott. Yes. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> shut your face. That's a holtism. <laughs> so, uh, so he gifted me that with the intention of me helping him and Deer uh, play through Spec Ops. Because Spec Ops now is a is a co op thing. Okay. To play with up to up to four people, but apparently so. they are having quite the bit of difficulty with it, and they're like, "We need a sniper." Okay. And they know you're not going to play it, so well, yeah. So the next best sniper they know, he gifted it to me. And then they haven't even fucking been on. Yeah, well. Hey, so next um, time he is actually the... on, will you remind him that we called him Sam Elliott tonight? <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> and see what uh, Deer thinks. <laughs> but I will say this. I played through the campaign on hard. Mm-hmm. Best campaign since Modern Warfare 2. Mm, okay. Still only, I mean... still only about seven hours. Right, so typical I'll short probably Call be the of only Duty guy on this campaign. Table that won't play it. Um, I won't. He won't. He won't go back. I won't go back to a cod. I won't. Um, Just say no to the cod. Say no to the cod. But I will say, I'm not a codfish. Def- most definitely, uh, most definitely, the best campaign they've they've done since Modern Warfare Two. Okay. Um, and it's actually original, of course. Nothing reused. Yada yada. That. I mean, um, fine. Who's doing? Who, do, who did this one? Uh, this is Infinity Ward. Okay, so they're back to Infinity Ward now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they still cycle Infinity Ward and Treyarch. Treyarch um, has the uh, what? The Treyarch has Black, Black Ops. Ops. Yeah. But I mean, they yeah. basically work in tandem in the same world. Yeah. It. The sad part is that the ones Rusty and I've enjoyed. Typically, uh, in the past, were the Infinity Ward ones because the only good one Treyarch did was World at War. No, I disagree. I did not like World at War. I hated it. I hated it so much. Um, 
the best one that they had done from a from a stand uh, from a uh, uh, single player standpoint was the original Black Ops. Yeah. So the original yeah. Black Ops that was had a damn so good campaign. Much mindfuckery going on with it that it was yeah it was it was great. Do either of those companies so, do anything else at this point? Uh, no. I don't think they so. They make so much damn money it, off of it that well, that's just the, the game they it's do. It's not just that. It's also the cycle that Activision has them on. I mean, you think about it. Each one of those studios is cranking out a new game every, basically... Two, two years. Every yeah, every, year and a half on development year. cycle, right? Um, so, And they mm-hmm. have to come up with something, at least something new, every single time. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just going to piss off the now, uh, the player base. This one, um, this actually predates the first Modern Warfare, the campaign. Okay. Anyway, um, so you're seeing so the it's a prequel. Yeah, you're yeah, kind of yeah. seeing the formation of Task Force One Four One. Gotcha. Um, Price is a asshole. Well, I mean, Price always was an asshole. He's a crotchety little fuck, but, yeah. um. I mean, um, effective at what he did. Effective at what he did. And they put this one in the Middle East in a conflict, you know. I mean. Typical. The the downfall of Price. Well, not necessarily the downfall of Price, but the, the, the humanization of Price actually came from soap. So. Yeah. Um. Um. So uh, the way they, le- the way they left it, they left themselves open the. They left this one in a way where it either directly ties into Modern Warfare Four, mm. or they could Modern Warfare or Call or of Duty they 4. could start, or they could start rebuilding it. Basically, rebuilding it. I don't know, um, man. It works either way. Now, I will say this: on top of that, I also have already put in roughly forty hours worth of multiplayer because that's what the game's built for is multiplayer the thing about it is is Um, the the last call of duty that i played at you know for any real amount of time was modern warfare 2 and still to this day we played three for a good clip advanced warfare no Uh, three no, MW no, uh, no, MW two. Okay, MW two was my love, though. Oh my, yeah, MW three yeah. had had. Uh, it, yeah. it was basically because nobody was playing MW two anymore. Um, but Modern Warfare two was uh, was the for me the best one yeah. because I had I, I I had that game down. I was fucking. I was I was pretty good at it. I mean, cross map sniping with a fucking pistol because I was good at it. You know, right? <laughs> um, so here's here's what I will say on the multiplayer. Um, so putting about putting about forty hours in, I am. Uh, it appears as though they moved away from the whole um uh, uh prestige system wow. or at least it hasn't talked about it yet okay because i see i see people online at like 
level 115 so ships. they're just basically um so it looks like they're moving to a tiering system with the with the seasonal with the free seasonal content ah, releases i gotcha okay so you'll so they went with the season pass style so they'll you'll earn stuff through tiers and of course there's a good amount of that tiering system that is unlockable without having to pay for anything yep. and then there's additional content you have to pay for that's that's the seasonal pass stuff um yep. but um maps etc are free right so right. here here's what i will say so far it is the best multiplayer since m2 hands down okay um hitboxes are right i haven't had a whole lot of trouble there spawn locations uh, spawn locations are damn near perfect. I mean, mm. you will have so where the where the spawn system does have some issue, but I don't think there's any way you could ever completely eliminate this. Is you can still have a single player on the enemy team, you know, sneak in there and kind of run your run your spawn for for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um. But as soon as another member or two join them, you know, that goes away. Gotcha. Um, so you ever only really run into that issue on smaller maps? Yeah, it was more um, of the uh, being able to be around a corner yeah. and know when a person's spawning to pop out, take a shot, and go back under, the, you know, behind the corner. Yeah. Uh, Black Ops style. Yeah. Where you, you don't have that problem in this one. Okay. Um, there are infinitely the there are infinitely a larger number of spawn points. Uh, I don't know if it's infinite, but sure. Well, I mean, compared to MW two and Black Ops, yeah, <laughs> it's infinitely more. Um, there's something like uh, uh eight to twelve different spawn locations. On different sides of the map, and it randomizes it, right? So, right. okay. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, but and also, of course, the maps are bigger, so that eliminates some of that too. Um, even the type maps are bigger than some of the type maps on MW two. Yeah. Uh, but hitboxes are right. Weapon damage is. Back near where it was in MW2 uh, for the different weapons. The one thing they uh, they didn't move back to that MW2 had was having SMGs and shotguns as secondary weapons. Oh, rip. Mm. Um, but otherwise... Uh, I just remember uh, how broken some of the stuff in MW2 was. I know, uh, right? The underbarrel shotgun, for instance. Uh, um, but... <laughs> Nothing the uh underbarrel sniper. <laughs> right. Uh nothing nothing too crazy. Like the underbarrels perform like underbarrels, right? So you don't have somebody like snipe across the map with an underbarrel. Uh there's one shotgun they have yet to fix though that will shoot with the same range of most of the SMGs and oh, well, that can be kind of frustrating. Um but handguns are great. Rifles are great, etc. Yeah, it was, um, there was some very notable bugs with uh, MW2 that I remember. Yeah. The javelin uh, bug was really launcher. Bad. Launchers are not 
crazy nuts. So, I mean, it's not like they completely regressed MW2. I'm just saying hitboxes and damage rates are back to where they were. Okay. I mean, um, I played a lot of hardcore, so damage rates didn't right. matter to me. So, Oh, you best believe I moved to hardcore the second I unlocked it. Yeah. Um, but here, here is my, here is my mark for success when it comes to multiplayer on, on these games. And it's one thing that after we moved away from, uh, from MW2 that I had issue, issue getting back to, and that is my KD ratio is firmly on the positive side in this one. Okay. Where with black ops that start getting ruined for the both of us. (laughs) I didn't have a problem with it until uh, so my biggest issue with uh with a lot of the previous uh Call of Duty titles uh was basically the prestige system. Yeah. Um the prestige system in every one of those that I'd played. Now I don't know about the more modern like Black Ops or things like that, but the 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 way that it worked is that you basically lost all of the weapons that you liked. Uh, and some of the later ones allowed you to basically pick a gun that you can keep. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was, they specifically moved to that with, uh, I think it was black ops, uh, uh, black ops and advanced warfare that strangely, they left it out of modern warfare three, even though it came after black ops. Yeah. I don't know what the deal was, um, but, um, but basically there was a, you know, there was just basically a few guns uh, that I really liked in those uh, those titles, and if I, you know, didn't have access to them for you know another twenty hours worth of gameplay, uh, then it was not the it was not a good not a good feeling. So, if you don't end up losing access to your guns, and you are just basically going through. Uh, uh, like a season pass reward system, then okay, I can understand that that being a uh, a benefit over the prestige system. Prestige was just basically just you know you know just I don't know fucking you know internet points I guess because there wasn't really anything beneficial about prestiging outside of just having a better um, little fucking emblem or tag or whatever but right uh i don't know man it, the but, thing about call of duty for me is it's one of those games that's completely run its course for me I, oh yeah i mean at this point i wouldn't have even played it if it hadn't been gifted to you <laughs> had i mean I for, the had to pay, free, yeah, for the right. price of free why not for the price of free um and I mean, I genuinely still enjoy games like that. Just Call of Duty had run its course for me. Um, but this one I have genuinely enjoyed where like, I mean, both you and I tried to give advanced, advanced warfare a shot because it looked different enough on the surface. It looked more Titanfall um, than anything else. And I was and, all right with that. But first. we fell off of it pretty quick. I mean, we didn't last more than maybe a month on it, and yeah. you know, for uh, for a Call of Duty title, it's meant to be played over the course of the year while you wait for the next title. I remember playing Modern Warfare right up to the next modern, you know. Uh, well, and even after came out. even after uh, Black Ops, we still kept going back to it because you know we. I were, mean, it was superior gameplay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was just the thing. Um, 
the uh, you know the reality of uh, of Call of Duty titles for me though is just it it doesn't fill the you know the the PvP need. Not only that, but I've kind of moved away uh, from you know games that are almost entirely PvP focused, uh, which is one of the reasons why I didn't like Battlefront. Um, I mean, it had its you know its story campaign, sure, and that was fine, but you know, it was just constant PvP battles over and over and over and over and over again, and it basically played out very similar every time. Right. You know, so I was like, okay, I kind of, you know, I'm 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 kind of over this. This is not the gameplay loop I'm looking for. Um, you know, so and I think that's kind of the you know the reason why I enjoy Destiny now, um, because it gives me the option of a much wider pve experience and the option of pvp that kind of feels right in that you know you know in the gameplay loop you know know, it's not required but it's kind of like a you can blow off steam here you know this is something to pass some time yeah I'm, i'm fine with that yeah i'm gonna say i ran into a weird issue this week i'm actually gonna explain it more in the news section but essentially Short version is Phoenix Point isn't ready for Game Pass, um, which I was really sad about, but it is only 40 bones. So I picked that up, and I'll talk about that here. Mm. I guess I'll talk about it now, and then I'll move on to the other stuff. Um, so yeah, you picked it up. I did. Um, i right. been playing it quite a bit. Well, I say quite a bit. I've put about six hours into it. It came out on Tuesday. Um. I didn't really say this earlier, but me and Jess are adding a lot of stuff to the house. I've been building things nonstop in the house Yeah, uh, for two weeks. So I've had spots of time to do games and then spots of time to do other things. Um, very horrible at electricity right now because, well, we've got a dismantled ceiling fan in I, the living room. You, you, you have wires hanging from the ceiling. I do. Uh-huh. And I guess me and Jason are going to work on before Jessica gets back. But just um, so I've had I've had a yeah. couple three hours a night to goof off. Besides watching shitloads of Supernatural with her, yeah, and building a bunch of stuff and enjoying my time with her. But in the last couple of days, um, I have been playing the shit out of Phoenix Point, mm-hmm. and i'll say this this is i'll tell you where it's like xcom where it's not it is a turn-based game based on a squad killing aliens and a ship that has a base base building's not as robust as it is in xcom okay um xcom 2 had a mobile base that you were adding clearing out rooms and building stuff this has you discover more bases and i think the rhythm that's different is instead of trying to get everything that you need in one base you discover more bases and make that your research base or your medical base or your uh, manufacturing base because you have a limited amount of spots mm-hmm. but it kind of forces you to expand that way rather than just trying to min max one location um this is fine the factions and stuff that are in it add a different wrinkle to it where you unlock their technologies and their soldiers you tend to recruit, at least so far for me, straight from the different factions. And at some point, I'll be picking a faction pretty soon, and then I'll be allied with them and then stealing stuff from the other factions while I fight aliens. 
gameplay loops very similar to XCOM. It doesn't have as much exposition as to what's going on. The downside to this versus XCOM is you had some memorable characters. There was basically the faceless man. There was the research scientist that you always kind of talk to. And mm -hmm. there was the greetings commander uh, that <laughs> happens a lot in right. both XCOMs. Um, you don't have a guy that helps narrate the situation as much. Um, music's kind of forgettable. I'll say that. Um, but I like something quite a bit different about this that I really enjoy um, that makes it quite a bit different. So in XCOM, you basically have certain amount of action points, which you have in this too. Mm -hmm. And they're all set in a hard number of action points. Let's say you have four action points, right? And I don't remember the specific values, right? But let's say for every so many spaces, it's one that you move, right? right. And for every thing you do or ability or action, you spend action points to do that, right? So maybe you can fire twice if you stay in one spot or you can move once and then shoot. But the thing is, is there's an order to your turn with XCOM. Now you can switch between people and do different parts of their order as you go. Mm -hmm. But once you've shot, you are not no longer moving. That is not the case with Phoenix Point. Um, you literally can spend your points however you want and you can spend half points, which gives you some freedom of movement that you didn't have before. So you so can you kind say, of sidestep out of cover, take a shot, and step back in. You exactly can do that. And that's something that once you realize that is kind of game-changing because you can reposition people into full cover. And if it's literally one space out, that costs like it. it's a variable, a very gradient level of action point. Mm -hmm. So divided, it's not clear if it's percentages or whatever, but it's very gradient. So this one's point with this guy is this much of this action point. It doesn't say exactly how much. But you know that if you have a quarter action point left, you've probably got two spaces of movement left. So you literally can pop out and pop back in. If you know that it only takes... That would be fucking... You know, that would be... It would have been the difference on a lot of fucking XCOM maps. So once you realize that, that makes it pretty much different. And you can also equip people with all sorts of different things. So right now I have snipers that have jetpacks. Um, which allows you to move all over the place. You use will points for some of your extra abilities. So if you get completely out of will, your guys will panic and lose some of their abilities and things like that, um, as well as skip their own turns. Um, hmm. I don't think the enemy AI is quite as smart as it is in XCOM. They don't flank quite as well. Um, but the aiming system is not a percentage. So think about if you aimed a gun and you have low blood sugar and your arms are shaking, right? Okay. Right? And so you know that your hitbox for that pistol you're shooting on a target 30 feet away is going to be a pretty wide hitbox. Right? Right. So with your gun an assault rifle, it's got six projectiles in a burst, right, in a mm -hmm. fairly wide pattern. And as you zoom down the field with that pattern, that's a pretty big circle. Mm -hmm. But you can literally manually aim everything. So you take your mouse, you just zoom up on the wheel, and that turns into manual aim mode, and it's going to hit somewhere within the reticle that you have for your gun sights. Um, hmm. It's a little bit more random when it comes to like an assault rifle where you're shooting in a burst, but I'm still pulling off headshots on bigger things with it because I can know that as long as I keep part of their head in the reticle, I'm going to probably land at least one of those shots. It'll say six shots for 20 each damage. And so you'll watch them fire in that pattern, and then some of those things are going to land. Still does kind of a slow motion thing that XCOM does right. really well, which is really cool. 
Um, but that A mechanic they have, without it being a percentage, which is way different than XCOM, um, makes more sense. And like the sniper rifles all have a really narrow cone of fire. So you really can snipe. And it tells you what the effects are going to be based on what you're shooting at. So you can literally disable something's legs with one shot and disable one of their abilities with another shot and then not blow their arm off that has the gun in it so that they have to melee you or whatever. But like the guys that have shields, which is one of the alien types, kind of these crab men, you can see their head. Well, yeah, you might land a shot there if you aim correctly. And if you have a sniper rifle, you're probably land that shot in the eye that you're going for. And it highlights all the different things that are going to happen if you make this shot based on what you're highlighting. So more kind of like a a skill-based control instead of a uh, percentage-based. Yeah, I mean, it's not real hard to aim because it's all, it's a static target, right? Right. Because it's turn-based. But you can, yeah, there it's whatever the percentage is going to hit within that hitbox, essentially, right? But you see the bullets travel as it shoots, so you can kind of, your guys have a, basically, a, the accuracy is based on how steady it is within that circle, essentially. Gotcha. So they're combining some percentage behind the scenes, but once the physics fly off, it's whatever hits what part of the hitbox based on where it's shooting. So you're not going to miss a 98% chance to hit shotgun shot from you know, basically, but you can mm-hmm. land shots from a shotgun all the way across the map. It's just your spread's so huge, right? Right. You're you're only going to get one pellet out of it. Yeah, but shotguns are deadly as shit at close range with this game. I mean, take something's whole head off with it. Um, yeah, yeah. I haven't got far enough in the factions to understand all the mechanics yet, but it's a slow burn. Um, but I'm really enjoying it, and I'm gonna keep playing this through the winter or the holiday break i'm sure that i mean that's that's a game that's like built right up your alley so yeah yeah, it's absolutely up my alley yeah so that that would be i fully anticipated that you were going to uh you know to pick that up i thought you were going to pick it up on you know game pass but i guess we'll figure out why i'll tell why in a minute but the other thing is i started playing remnant again i saw that so I got back on that. Nymp picked it up too. So I think me and Nymp from TVGP are gonna battle our way through some uh, some root demons. Sweet. I went with uh, went different class this time. I went with the whatever the sniper the hunter. Yeah. Um, he needs a better melee weapon, but those that initial skill you get for the extra crit with that rifle melts stuff pretty fast. There's some fights that I thought would be harder, like the guy that disappears and reappears everywhere that's in the sewers or whatever. Mm-hmm. That fight I one-shotted, and before with the cultist and his shotgun or pistol was taking me forever. So yeah. I was using the rifle with that crit spell or whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? You do pop that sucker, and man, I melted that guy in like a minute. Yeah. The, it's stupid. It's just that rifle. That rifle is really good. and It's just a lever-action repeater, and it's got pretty good accuracy and pretty good crit. And when you level it up as high as you can go for that level, it's pretty all right. It's uh, it's one of the weapons that you can actually get all of the weapons. Yeah, you know, no, I've so, started buying them. Um, so... I got uh, that in the, not the coach, not the over-under shotgun, but the other one that's got like five or six shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one made more sense because of the less time on the reload. Yeah. That I mean, one, it's a longer reload when you've got to load seven shells, but initially it makes more sense because it's a little bit less damage for way more payoff. Yeah. 
there's there's uh there's quite a few but even the um you know even in later uh in, in some of the later levels uh on my second playthrough i you know i used that same rifle that you start with uh you know leveled it up as as far as i could go and uh it was i mean it has the reach to be able to do a decent amount of damage at range uh but it also is versatile and fast enough to be able to handle things that are coming towards you um yeah i was pairing it with either the repeater pistol which has pretty good crit yeah and with headshots once you get pretty all right with that it's pretty ammo efficient yeah and then sometimes the smg i for whatever reason i like the smg for hordes if if you if uh, you can <laughs> keep it on heads it's not bad uh, i found and, and this is going to sound really off the wall but um uh, there is a pistol that you can pick up probably about midway through the game or so, I th- think. Um, uh, it's the Hunter pistol. Uh, it's basically a one-shot pistol. One, oh, I know what one you're bullet about. Yeah. pistol. The rifle pistol. Um, <laughs> the rifle pistol. Uh, and uh, it is surprisingly one of the best guns in the game. And you... Um, I don't even think it's halfway through the game. I yeah, think it's I like think it's when like you're first, still on Earth. Yeah, I think it's the first uh, first one. It's a random mission. Uh, so one of the random nodes that you can do in a little uh, side mission in. Um, on my non-save playthrough, I picked that up. Yeah. Because I've never left Earth yet. Ah, well, wow. Okay, yeah. My game save got erased, so I started over. Gotcha. Okay, but it it's definitely... So it, it that gun was... Uh, one of the two guns that I used to constantly beat, uh, consistently beat the game with, I would level it up, you know, I would level it up and I I would be able to basically two or three shot the first phase and, uh, and, uh, the second phase I used a different gun, which was more like a beam rifle. Uh, but man, there's some really good guns in that game. And that's on game pass for Xbox one, dude. If you have not tried Remnant, pick that up, dude. It is super I, I, good. It's going to come up in Game of the Year. Yeah, it's super good. I need good. to finish it. I su- It was surprising as fuck for me. I was not expecting anything and found... Uh, I mean, I played through it twice. That's yeah. got to say something. It took you about 20-ish hours probably each playthrough. Uh, the first playthrough was much slower than the second because, I mean, I was still... You know, collecting guns and dying a lot, but the second playthrough was really quick. Yeah, because you understood all the mechanics for all the fights. Yeah, I knew kind of where to go, even though it's kind of random. Once you get into the story mission areas, they're uh, they're fairly similar. Um, and yeah, I mean, just having the guns. I mean, honestly, having the guns is uh, it was a big part of the second playthrough. I'd say I also got a pretty big chunk of Children of Morta out of the way. I know I'm still pl- picking around at that because it's kind of like Rando Diablo. Um, yeah. It re-rolls the mission type so you can kind of grind away. It's a really good game to listen to podcasts to. Um, but it has a really good voiceover. It has surprisingly professional work on the voiceover work for that. Yeah. Um, it's a random game. Ra- it's a random game. It's a roguelite that tells a story as you go that continues to progress that story, even though you're rerunning similar areas. Right. The interlude in between every run 
tells it's fully voice narrated in between kind of tells the story of what's going on and it does a really good job yeah I and that art style on that is pixel perfect it's great I should have picked it up. It was on sale, you know. There'll be I, another sale this week. Yeah, there's going to be uh, another sale. I'm sure that it's going to be uh, one of those games that's going to be on sale. I think it was like 35% off or something like that on the, uh, Well, you and know. you can look at, I picked up one other game that I didn't list on here. Um, Planetfall, um, I picked up on Green Man for 15 bucks. Oh, wow. Um, Green Man was doing their sale at the same time as Steam, and they were having some better deals on some of their stuff. Yeah, I, I so was now gotten better about bouncing back and forth between the two. I mean, you're still going to load it into your Steam account, right? Way. I mean, you're just buying a Steam key. You know, you're just not buying it from the Steam ecosystem, is all. That's. I mean, I, I don't mind it honestly. If you can pick up a a, a decent uh, a title for a decent price and still get a Steam key out of it, why not? I'll probably. It's not my highest priority right now. It's just a really high priority to get it for 15 bucks because I tried it on Game Pass and liked what I was playing, but wanted mouse and keyboard control for it. Mm. Um, and I wanted to put it on my SSD so I'd have faster load times. So when I saw it for 15 I was like, man, I'm, you know, I spent $1,000 on housewares. I can spend $15 on this. Right. I surprisingly did not spend more than, uh, I think I spent 35 bucks on Black Friday. Uh, that was at not this guy. Uh, I, I spent 35 bucks and it was something for work, of course, because that was did, me. Did you end up playing anything else? Uh, so, or is this just eat weekend? So I, I didn't, <laughs> so I played some destiny though. I play a lot, uh, played a lot less. It's right, you know, right near the, uh, the end of the current season of the undying. I got my undying title. Of course I talked about that. Um, but after I got that, I was, I just didn't have much else to do. Uh, I mean, there, there's plenty of stuff in the game that I haven't done yet. Right. So I just have to, you know, grind certain things and, and, and be able to do, uh, do some exotic quests, which requires people. And it's not hard to find people. There's LFGs and stuff like that. It's just, I couldn't be asked. Um, so I, uh, I have been playing it off and on, uh, you know, but I've been doing other things. I've, I've watched a lot of fucking, you know, shows. Honestly, I picked up a lot of, you know, a lot of extra shows. I'm not up on Mandalorian, so don't say anything about today's episode. I'm not either. Um, yeah, I'm not up on it either. Uh, but I've caught up to anything. I mean, as of today, uh, the fifth one dropped and I haven't watched the fifth one, but the fourth one was good. Um, uh, I watched, uh, all of the dragon prince new, uh, new season, which, you know, that one, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, speaking of what to watch, <laughs> Witcher drops on December 20th. I'm waiting for that. And it's... four days later, lost in space season two drops. Okay. The, I'm less into Lost in Space. I, I I was not wowed by the first season. I liked it. It was okay for you know. It was okay. It but that was it. It was just okay. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't wowed. So what you're saying and what I'm saying is at the end of December I'm dropping my Netflix because I'll I'll have watched everything that I've wanted to watch. Um, uh, and I'll pick it up when they decide to 
bring Castlevania back. Um, <laughs> uh, but, and it's probably going to be the same thing after the Mandalorian's done. I'm dropping Disney plus because there isn't shit on there that I'm not, I'm not impressed with Disney plus. I am not. There's nothing in Disney plus that really, you know, that really catches my eye outside of the Mandalorian. So I'll probably wait until more shit is available before I pick it back up again. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with you. I'm um, really watching The Mandalorian. That's and that's it. I mean, there's nothing else in there. Um, I've already watched all of the Disney film, films well, at least once, and that's. I mean, I only. Need I'm to not watch really them once. the target demographic. I'm right. not going to rewatch the Star Wars movies like I did when I was a kid. Right. I I watch them occasionally. No. Oh, that that reminds me, Star Wars is coming out. The you know later on this month too. Yep. Yeah, like the twenty second, uh, right? Yeah, so yes. we're gonna we're gonna need to watch this, you know, the new Star Wars movie. Even though a lot of people are already shitting on it for some reason, I, I don't know. has anybody seen it? Does it doesn't matter? All the all they're doing is going off of the teaser trailer with the uh, double lightsaber and yeah, I, uh, you know, yeah. And, don't taint your nerdism. Yeah, don't make the rest of us look bad because you're over picking on something that is. Hey, if you're if you're a nerd at this point, like Star Wars is basically pop culture. It's yeah. no longer nerdy. Pretty much. Um, it's, it's cool. Yeah. I like it. I'm fine with but it. But it's no longer niche. You don't have you can't gatekeep anymore. <laughs> you're fucked. Right. Stop it. Find another fandom. Um <laughs> nah, so Star Wars ending this this month that's that's another thing i'm looking forward to oh yeah that is ending isn't yeah, it yeah it's ending the whole skywalker saga is they're going to do something else well of course they're, they're going to have something else well i mean they have the darth they bane have, they have the guys from uh, game of the writers from game of thrones working on new trilogy and darth they bane. have uh, please make me um, darth bane the guy who did rogue one working on another trilogy the, the, it's the guy, just gonna be they're gonna they're gonna let that rest a while before wrong. they actually do a new trilogy of movies so are we at a spot where we want to take that break uh sure i think so i think jason needs a break i yeah, think so too. i think he had already had one <laughs> all right we'll be back So I, I want to talk a little bit about Phoenix Point. Um, yeah. So while I'm enjoying the gameplay and those types of things, right? And it's yeah. got some additional expansions coming out, and I kind of look forward to a little bit of extra polish. Uh, the good is, is I enjoy playing the game and very solidly enjoy playing the game. The bad is that if you're not running it on an SSD, apparently the load times are kind of long, and there's some broken stuff that happens. Um, I haven't experienced that in the six hours I played it, but apparently there's some people that are very loud about it on the internet, like there always is, right? Of course. Um, there's still a lot of people angry about the epic exclusivity of the thing. Let's get over it. It's just it's... another storefront. It's still on your computer. Uh, yeah, get over it. 
Um, I mean, I've gotten past just the Steam thing. Like I said, I've been talking about Green Man a lot because I've been using that when Steam doesn't have the sale I want. Um, I'm I'm getting past the again. Maybe the the theme of today is I don't like being a gatekeeper to anything. Right, and that nice. goes down to brand loyalty. That's I'm not loyal to a brand. I'm really just loyal to where I can get my stuff the most convenient and most inexpensive. Right. I I ultimately you're playing the game. You know, if you want to play the game, I'm you're not loyal find to away. Microsoft. It's just Game Pass is fucking amazing. The only reason why I'm, you know, yeah, and, and I'm not Game really... Pass is literally one of the best deals on the internet right now for gaming. Yeah, and if PlayStation did a similar thing with their game streaming service and made them newer, more variety and newer games, probably switch jump boats. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Whatever it's, game it's, you're looking for, right? And new releases are a big thing. But mm-hmm. basically, the the things that are marring Phoenix Point right now um, is a lot of internet upsetness over some random stuff. Uh, with this being a smaller studio. Um, they've stated that they have, were inexperienced with Game Pass and didn't realize how much of a legal hang-up they were going to have in CERT. So while it was supposed to simultaneously release with the Epic Store launch, right. it did not and it does not have a definitive launch date on Game Pass now because they got tied up in CERT. Yeah, and unfortunately CERT takes you know upwards to about a month or so just to get past one. I, once I figured, I went digging hard on day one because I was, I was like, this is one of the reasons I have Game Passes for Phoenix Point. Right. And it wasn't until I found a Reddit user who posted an email he got back from Phoenix Point because it was somebody who originally backed the game and was going to give his key to a friend while he played it on Game Pass, essentially. Right. Um, that I realized after that email that they were stuck. They said, hey, we don't have a definitive release date. We're hoping to have it out by the end of the week. And as the story unfolded, I'll credit Polygon with digging in for us to give us some information. And then there's a Polygon story out there that essentially says, hey, um, that sourced one of the postings they had on their internal forums that basically said, hey, we're inexperienced with certification with Microsoft and Game Pass. And at this point, we don't have a definitive release date for the game, so we don't have it ready yet. Um, We're sorry. So this is not on Game Pass right now. It's planned. But it's not there, and if you want to play it this week, you're going to have to fork out 40 bucks. And any developer who's ever put anything up on a Microsoft store or uh, or put anything up on Game Pass knows just how much of a pain in the ass getting through cert is. Yeah, they should have been messing with this a few months ago, and I guess it's, they... It's... They basically said we were pushing so hard to finish the development cycle to be ready on time. And it's a hair behind on time. It's not without, it's really about the same amount of bugs. XCOM 2, when it launched, they're one of my favorite games of all time. Let me just mm. put that out there. But when it launched, um, technically it ran like a fucking potato. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it took a way beefier machine than it needed because of the way that it utilized shaders. And it wasn't really smooth until they released the first expansion for it. I'm just going to throw that out there. Firaxis had to do several passes over that game to make it work. I remember I remember I mean, even to... me having a fairly decent machine at the time was having trouble. Yeah, I had to uh, I have turn had it down. Fair, I'm running everything on Ultra and 1440, and I, the only thing I ran into is a couple of frame rate hitches when I go way over buildings where it's loading shaders or something. And that's with a 770, or uh, not a, a 1070, not a 770. I mean... 
Uh, a 1070. I've got a pretty fast NVMe that I'm running it off of. Mm. And I've got that new AMD processor. So I know that stuff's pretty decent for what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And it's a minor glitch. But for me right now with what I'm doing in a turn-based game, I'm pretty okay with where I'm at. Yeah. It's just not perfectly polished yet. Frame rate drops on a turn-based game aren't nearly as bad as frame rate drops in an FPS game, for instance. Like Borderlands 3 or something. Yeah. And that's even non-competitive. But anyways, yeah. So long story short, um, I still absolutely had planned on buying it. So I planned on picking it up on Game Pass for the price of free until the expansion started dropping. And then I was going to pick it up when expansion started dropping. Um. But yeah, uh, if you're still waiting on Game Pass, I'll keep you up to date. Um, I may even post on Twitter when I finally hits Game Pass. Yeah, because uh, I've been I've been at least mentally backing this for a while. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I, having a lot of fun with it. We'll see when I get through the campaign if it ends up on my list. I'll be very fair with that. Even if it doesn't end up on my list, I can see myself putting a lot of time into it. And I still have BattleTech comes out next week. Yeah. John. Pretty much gonna pick up and, and, and for forty. It's a it's forty nine, and it's a FPS BattleTech game. I'm like so all over that right now. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. speaking of speaking of all of that, um, mm-hmm. Valve confirmed. Uh, or actually stated earlier this week uh, exactly why Half-Life Alex is going to be a VR exclusive. Oh, well, to push I mean, the index outside of the fact that it it's built by Valve and it's built on the it's built with the idea of being able to manipulate shit in VR in a 3D space. Right. Yeah. So that, that's pretty much what they Exactly what they said, you know, the kind of interactions you can get with VR. um, They said, basically, we found can be significantly better than mouse and keyboard, and we wanted to explore that and push that a little bit. Outside of the fact that it's also pushing their index, which they've spent a lot of money on. And I guarantee you, it's going to be fully index controller supported, so... Yep. You know, it's the finger controls. Yeah, the finger controls where you and, that's something I won't have with my setup. It, and, and and honestly, I don't think it really matters outside of the, you know, the realism of of that cuz you can yeah. still grip with uh, there's a grip button on pretty much every, you know, VR controller. That's kind of the idea. Um so being able to pick up objects and throw them and things like that, you're still going to have that option. Uh, it's just not going to, you're not going to be able to flip people off with, uh, with, with your controllers. Um, Um, and then also, uh, announced in the last couple weeks, uh, Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire will be releasing on January 28th for PS4 and Xbox One versions. Mm. That's interesting. Um, Mm. So that'll be available if you haven't played Pillars 2. It's worth it. Um, and then I saw this other piece, but and I'm trying to 
get it to open properly because it's on Eurogamer and they don't like my ad block. Mm. So, also, uh, this week, a thing that happened was apparently there's been a lot of players using uh, vehicles in Death Stranding to grief other players. It just just uh, I, i'm not sure how i don't uh, i haven't played death stranding so yeah well there is a there is a shared world element to it um and so apparently it's been enough of a problem that uh kojima and the developers are actually stepping into change things ah so I still want to know how they're doing it or what they're doing to to grief people with vehicles outside of maybe like getting rid of them. The only thing that I remember seeing is uh that if somebody drops their packages you could you could see that in the world and pick it up, but I, I'm not sure what what the deal is with uh with vehicles. I guess I have to look into it more. I hadn't heard about this. So so apparently uh where the griefing has been coming in is um you know you spot a another player drive up somewhere with a vehicle apparently they've been destroying and or deleting said vehicle somehow oops Ooh. wow okay oops um well so you know that those thousands of kilometers you traversed Fairly easily in a vehicle. You're going to have to walk that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Griefing. Okay. Um, so we're going to make this game really a walking simulator. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, have you ever walked from New York to California? Well, you're about to in a video game. Fun. Uh, have fun. Uh, Oh, by the way, you have to continually hit the shoulder buttons so that your load can be rebalanced. Otherwise, it'll drop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no word yet on exactly what changes they're making or how they will change it. But but that is apparently something they're, they've already said they're stepping in to fix. Boy, that game sounds really fun. I am super looking forward to buying that on the fucking cheap. <laughs> right. Uh. Um, and then another piece of news that may or may not be a good thing. You'll, you know, probably reserve judgment from now. But uh, Beat Saber was acquired by Facebook around 11 days ago. Oh, boy. So, yeah. So, the the studio that uh, develops Beat Saber uh, was, uh, was acquired by Oculus Studios, who is owned by Facebook. Yep. Um, they, uh, they immediately came out, the, the director of uh, content for of virtual content for Facebook immediately came out and said, you know, we are, we are not stopping any of the current development cycle, etc." Right. Um, rather they plan to kind of review that development cycle and see what they can do to improve it. 
Yeah. Now, exactly how that happens, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I mean, if nothing else, this means there's more money behind the studio, but... I'm worried about if, it. I mean, if we've learned anything about Zuckerberg, it's that he can't keep his hands off of shit. So I'm worried about it, and there's only there's one big reason why I'm worried about it is because Beat Saber has a really you know lively modding community, yeah. uh, and it kind of hinges around being able to have custom songs and custom mapping. Yeah. And the one thing I would say is worrying from the um from the release was um they really didn't directly address modding period exactly um so it is very possible they could end up killing if they end up killing the modding community or yeah or specifically not necessarily the modding itself but custom songs custom mapping which is what you know, Beat Games is actually, you know, built into their game as they understood the modding community. So they actually built a, uh, a, uh, a beat mapper that you can, you can use to create custom songs. And that would be fine. You can create your own custom songs. But I think what the biggest fear is, is right now, uh, you can download those songs from, you know, a third party website. Uh, and load those songs up of other people, you know, up other people's maps, and you can play those. Well, as soon as it gets from a small developer who really kind of is hands off on the whole, on the whole thing, uh, as far as copyright is concerned, they're not. They only provided the tools, but they're not condoning, you know, the the whole copyright infringement of, you know, basically using songs that are not licensed and distributing them for free. Um, Once it gets into Facebook's hands and it being a bigger company, it becomes a much bigger target for, you know, copyright claims, Uh, you know, and I'm worried that the, you know, that the custom song community is going to go away and that the beat mapper will only, uh, will only be available so that you can create your own beat maps, which fine, but there's what I would consider professional you know uh, mappers out there that do a really goddamn good job at what they do. I think it's going to go away. I, I think that the that as soon as custom Facebook, maps goes, Facebook's away, way too big, right? As soon as custom maps go away for Beat Saber, I mean, sure. It's a good game, but most of its replayability comes from custom maps. So I would agree with that. You know, and as soon as that goes away, then there's not much there to support it. Now, they could end up having more song packs available, which, I mean, I bought one song pack. But outside of that, I mean, you get 10, 10 songs out of it. I currently have like a lot of songs, like over 300 songs. I think I'm going to introduce the kid to Beat Saber while her mom goes back to. Uh, I mean, yeah. It's a very active game. 
It, it's it's a fun it game. I, I and I still play it. I mean, you probably saw me, you know, in the mornings, probably, uh, you know, playing it. It's a decent aerobic workout too. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's good for about an hour. Uh, you know, and I, I get my heart rate up, and I genuinely like playing the game. I just worry. I mean, that that change right there. Probably make you know sense on a business standpoint, but from a player standpoint, it's very worrying. There's a lot of you know, uh, a lot of. If concern. I'm that small of a company and Facebook says, "Can I buy your game?" It's like, yes, 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 you may. I will make something else now. Right, uh, but I mean, all you have to do to uh, to kind of look at um what Beat Saber could become is uh, look at some of the other rhythm-based games that came out. Uh, and the names like are... Thumper. No, not Thumper. Um, oh. Audio Shield or... Yeah, Audio Shield. You know, things like that. Sure, there's some modding community there, but it's not nearly as big. Uh, it's harder to, you know, it's harder to mod for those games. Um, so... They don't have nearly as big of a following, and their player base is much smaller. I I, I feel that that's going to be the future for Beat Saber, unfortunately. Well, and I'm sure with as much of a fan as you are, you'll keep us up to date on what's going on with that as that continues yeah, to kind of develop. If, if it decides to die um, or Facebook decides to kill it, uh, then I'll be the first one bitching about it that you'll hear on the show, at least. Jason, did you find anything else? Not really a whole lot else out there other than trailers for shit that's already been announced, etc. I think for us, too, we're kind of doing our end-of-year wrap-up for all the things that we want to add for our Game of the Year podcast that will come out oh, probably God. in the next six, eight weeks or oh, whatever. God. Game so, of the Year I think there's going to be a lot of us checking our backlog for things we wanted to play, which is why I prioritized what I got. And everything I'm playing right now that I've been talking about on this episode are things that I need to finish to make sure that it either does or does not go on that list. Um, I mean, the, the list I got right now is... I still have... Dark Devotion to finish and try to get through something on Oni. Oni? Yeah, I want to try to finish an, an Oni level. Okay. I mean, that's not that hard. To finish Oni? Yeah. Oxygen not included? Yeah. You, not you, that hard. You got all the way to go into space? Yeah, so you just used a cheat code and you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> all right, well, Jason, <laughs> where can you find us? First off, find us on Spotify and iTunes. Rate us, review us there. We'll love you. Find us on TiltCast.com, our Facebook and Twitter pages, and then our YouTube channels, YouTube.com slash The Real TiltCast. Find some friends of the damn show. You've got Cabbage KBG. You've got Pupcast. You've got NoQuarters.net. You've got BMFCast.com and TVGP.TV. They play Remnant. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace. Peace.